0: It's Tuesday, January tenth, and this is Market Foolery. I'm Chris Helen. Joining me in studio today from Motley Fool Asset Management, Bill Barker, and from Motley Fool Inside Value, Joe Mager. Gentlemen, a belated Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! We're uh, back. We are back, and thank you to our dozens of listeners uh, who waited patiently. Although over the last few days, we did get a few. Where the heck are you? Uh, emails, polite emails, but uh, inquiring where the heck we were uh, towards the end of our break. Uh, and as always, drop us an email. Are right? you, you going to answer? Where that? were we? Where are you?
1: Gonna, <laughs> I, I was working. We,
0: we, I, I was working too. We were all working. We were just taking a little break from market. We just glory. weren't
1: recording. We just exactly.
0: Working. We were in the room. We just forgot to plug in the recording equipment. Uh, all right. We have Apple CEO in the news. Uh, we have a bankruptcy to talk about. But first, shares of WebMD down thirty percent this morning after. After the CEO resigned, uh, the company's chief financial officer will be the interim CEO as the company looks for a permanent replacement. Uh, and Joe Mager, uh, the company, which did have its for sale sign out, has taken that down. Is, is, is it more that that caused the shares to drop? Is it the CEO? Is it both? Any time you get a CEO who bails, that's typically viewed as bad news by the market,
2: especially when it's a surprise. And in this case, I think a lot of people were expecting WebMD to sell. About 85% of their revenue, excuse me, revenue comes from advertising, essentially, which mm-hmm. is not a viable long-term model, I would say, at least for these guys. Um, Carl Icahn owns about 10% of the company. For those of you who don't know him, he's basically kind of the old-school Gordon Gecko, real-life character who uh, rattles management teams and tries to get them to sell Mm -hmm. and make a lot of money in the process. And, you know, today with the news that they're not going to sell kind of leaves the thesis. Anyone who bought on that thesis is now out. And, you know, it seems like a totally rudderless ship at this point. You don't have a CEO replacement firmly in there. You don't have an exit strategy. Flat
0: growth yeah. this. Uh, I was going to say the shares, about a month ago, the shares popped about 10% in a single day. And it was specifically because of uh, reports that there was going to be a buyout. And obviously, as you said, that's now gone. In addition to uh, taking down the for sale sign and the CEO resigning, the company also lowered guidance. So, Bill Barker, they they kind of hit the trifecta today over at WebMD.
1: Yeah, uh, this is the kind of thing that is is, is almost always re- referred to as a perfect storm when you've got three things that happen exactly. all at once. Uh, they're perfect storms in in you know the media that happens seven eight times a day now. Right. So it sort of lessens the the use of the term, but uh, yeah, to actually lower guidance and to have the CEO leave and to not you know take yourself off the market is close to the perfect storm. Really what you need is to have uh, an accounting uh, problem. I was about one. to say, the <laughs> that's only way where this could be worse. That's no. where you really get the perfect storm.
0: If, uh, if you look up WebMD on Yahoo Finance, uh, they are categorized as a healthcare information company. But to your point, Joe, they're really more of a, a content company. If they're getting yeah. 85% of their <laughs> revenue from advertising online, aren't they really more of a, a web content company?
2: Yeah, and even that is kind of a loose definition because basically you end up on WebMD like, I've got a funny mole. I need to get this checked out. <laughs> and you search for it on Google, and it's one of the top entries that comes up. So,
1: And then you just end up on a page that you read, and then you hit backspace. You don't end up going and reading another WebMD right. article most of the time, I'm guessing, not to tell them how to run their business. but
2: No, I think it's fair to go and throw those out there right now. They could probably use some ideas.
1: Uh, so i 'm sure they are working on things other than just having you know articles that people find useful with ads for uh pharmaceuticals which are about to go off patent and are therefore cutting back on their spending and that's mm-hmm. that 's a big part of of where their revenue is going is a number of blockbuster drugs are are now about to be uh, confronted by uh, generic competition and are, are cutting back on, on their marketing. So that, that
0: is affecting them. So in terms of healthcare information companies, that strikes – I don't own any in the space, but that seems like that would be a growth industry. That seems like this is an industry where there are going to be a couple of winners. Um, for people who are inf- interested in this industry, what's a name or two to check out?
1: Well, long-time fools uh, who have read Stock Advisor probably are familiar with Quality Systems, which has been a generally great performer over most of the history that it's been recommended. Uh, It's run into some recent troubles, and uh, I actually don't follow it closely enough to go into all that right now. But that is one of the
0: sort of leading smaller companies uh, in the space. Tim Cook could end up being the highest paid CEO in America for 2011. Apple granted him 1 million shares of restricted stock back in August after he took over as CEO of Apple. Guys, the Associated Press reports that Cook's pay package is being valued at $378 million. That is an enormous amount of money for what amounts to um, I, I know he's been there a long time. I know he's been at Apple for a long time. But I can't help but look at that story, Bill, and ask, is he worth it? Well, he's, he's not worth $378
1: million probably, for the job he did last year. And it's it framed that way at the headline level, but uh, this is mostly in the form of restricted stock, uh, which will not vest half of it for five years, and the other half uh, un, until 2021. So, when you look at it that way, this is more of a sort of 10-year package, it all sort of shows up uh, for Apple's purposes uh in in its uh filings as a one, you know a, a compensation that was given this year uh but he's got to stick around and earn it uh for 10 years and and earn it by doing more than just you know showing up and drinking coffee all day. Joe, what did you think of the story
2: when you saw it? Yeah, well it definitely ju- jumps off the page at you. I started to do the math on how much that equates to an average household income like number of households and I got halfway into it and just quit. Uh, the conclusion was many, many households, <laughs> like the California. Da- the Dakotas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a lot of money. But I think Bill, you know, frames it in a nice way. And I do think that you have to give him a little bit of credit for past performance here, too, where this is the guy who was in charge of basically taking Steve Jobs' vision and executing at the product level and getting things out the door. He's been COO for five years. And in that time, market value has gone up about $315 billion. So obviously, however much you want to attribute that to him, but broader point being his key contributor to an amazing success story and the way they structured it seems to make good long-term sense.
0: Does, is there any way that this comes back to harm Tim Cook from the standpoint of expectations? Because obviously, it's tough to follow a legend. He's following Steve Jobs. That's enough pressure in and of itself, but it's easy for me – to see six, 12 months down the road, if Apple stumbles at all with any of their rollouts, uh, with any of their quarterly earnings, it's easy for me to see some in the business media bringing this back, bringing this point up so that six, 12 months down the road, Tim Cook is referred to as the guy who got the $378 million package last year.
1: By some. Do you mean yourself? Not by me. you're in the business media. <laughs> Not you're, by me. And, you're, and you've got a microphone. Uh, it's possible sure yeah I mean he's a, the 360 million dollar man or whatever he's, he's gonna be categorized as by some when they feel like taking shots at him but in the world which I'm guessing he lives in uh, the Silicon Valley esque you know uh, world 360 million is something that a lot of the people around him can comprehend and and point to others who have founded companies you know, much, much, much lesser companies getting, you know, at the time of, of the IPOs and, and things like that. So I imagine at the very end, he'll be judged on his total performance. Uh, when one thing goes wrong, yes, this story will be brought up. And, and at at that moment, on that day, uh, he'll, he'll have to deflect this story, I'm sure.
0: Speaking of other people in Silicon Valley, if you're the average CEO of the average publicly traded tech company... Joe, sure, you've got to be happy about this. I mean, the ceiling has just been raised for what a tech CEO is going to be paid. So if you're Meg Whitman over at HP, on some level— Well, I'm sure she's going to get grossly
2: overpaid at <laughs> HP. <laughs> well, right. I uh, uh,
0: yes, invoking Hewlett-Packard's compensation committee and their board of directors was a mistake on my part. But any other tech company, don't you think that the average CEO is pretty psyched about this? It raises the bar pretty high, but I think most CEOs
2: already are so fabulously— compensated. I don't want to necessarily say overpaid, but there are plenty of them out there that are overpaid.
0: And finally, another iconic company, guys, is going bankrupt. Hostess, the maker of Twinkies and Wonder Bread, is preparing to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. It is the second time uh, the company filed for bankruptcy back in 2004, made it out of that, carrying nearly a billion dollars in debt on the balance sheet. Bill? Bill? That's a lot of bread. That's, <laughs> That's. What do, what do you think about this? Is this a sad day for you?
1: Uh I mean if bankruptcy actually translated into the products going away, it would be sad. Uh although there's there's not nearly enough, you know, hostess in my diet today as as there was when I was a kid, and that would have been, you know. Right. A frequent uh uh, friend at, at lunchtime, um, and I, I don't think it's it's terribly sad. I, I think the actually, you know, the customers of Hostess will probably never notice any difference. Is my guess, uh, although they may get get rid of a, a brand or two. Uh, it's it's the workers that are that are probably about to feel the pain as the normal process would involve Hostess looking at ways to restructure its contracts with the workers and. Uh, I'm sure they're all a lot more concerned about what the pay package is going to be coming out of bankruptcy and and what's going to be offered to them along the way than, you know, you and I will about whether our favorite uh, product is going to be on the shelves uh,
0: next month. Joe, sales of Twinkies dropped about 2% last year. Are you, in some small part, to blame for that? I haven't had a Twinkie
2: in (laughs) forever, man. Well, they're just so unhealthy. Everything they make, it's just... It's awful for you. Even the so-called, you know, white stuff. Wait, wait, wait! You have
1: party where you serve bacon wrapped in bacon, right?
2: Yeah, bacon. I attended that party. Bacon wrapped in bacon.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, so in the I mean, you're not like
2: uh, exactly. I prioritize my (laughs) (laughs) My calories. Okay, (laughs) I have a healthy breakfast, a healthy lunch, and I leave room for ale and high fat bacon. bacon.
0: (laughs) So when you look at the brands that Hostess has, obviously I mentioned the Twinkies and the Wonder Bread, Uh, cupcakes, Suzy Q's, Ho-Hos, Ding Dongs, fruit pies. If you get one, let's say for the sake of argument that Hostess is in fact going under and that the products are just going away, but you get one. You get one Hostess-owned product for the rest of your life, what are you going with, Bill? Well, you
1: know, they also have Drake's, and they have uh, Dolly Madison, Madison, which brought us the Charlie Brown uh, cartoons yes. in, in our in our youth. You didn't mention Snowballs. Uh,
0: snowballs, Zingers.
1: Zingers. But uh, if I've got to go to one, and it reappeared recently back I- in the good old days around this office when they used to provide snacks, which included products from Hostess, and they've, <laughs> they've kind of cut way back on that. Now we're all and,
2: Greek yogurt.
1: I know, I know. But Yodels. Um, yodels, Yodels, Drake's Yodels. Yeah, that's the one product I
0: would keep. Joe, what are you going with?
2: I'm kind of a little Debbie guy myself. No, no <laughs> offense to people hostess. have said that
0: many times. <laughs> I'm just rubbing
2: salt in the wound here. I guess I'd go with Ding
0: Dongs out of the group. I'm going. Not- but- I'm going ho-hos which which actually bear a pretty close resemblance <laughs> to the yodels.
1: Uh, we just happened to get yodels in my youth, but pretty much the all these things
0: are the exact same.
1: Well, no, no, but the fine the fine points between ho-hos and yodels are much finer than than between say ringdings and yodels. Right.
0: Right, Because because it's a different shape. Right. Ho-hos <laughs> and yodels. Basically the same shape there. Uh, drop us an email, as always, radio at fool.com, about anything we've talked about, uh, but especially the hostess, uh, cupcakes, Twinkies, Ding Dongs, et cetera. Joe Mager, Bill Barker. Guys, thanks for being here. Thanks Chris. thanks, Chris. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against, so no buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's it for this edition of Market Foolery. Our producer is Matt Greer. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.